Welcome to Sexy Time, where we answer your questions about sex, relationships, and everything sexy in between. Don't forget, you can always send your burning questions via email to sexytimedlove at gmail.com. That's sexytimedlove at gmail.com. Anonymous questions are welcome. And you can also, in addition to just typing it in, you can attach a voice memo, which is a wonderful way to get your voice heard and your question heard on the actual show. So thank you for being here. Welcome Ooh. to our, we are actually, uh, our live stream for those of you on the podcast has shifted places. So if you're looking for us out in the real world, you can find us on youtube.com. Uh, and you can find us by searching for Sexy Time Podcast. You'll find us. It's no problem. Excellent. And we hope we find you there. But in the meantime, thank you for hooking up with us today. Let's cozy up and join our hosts, me, Alice Wright, and BK Johnson. Alice. Hello, BK. Hey, I, I'm excited. We're in a new place. It's like, yeah. you know, when you move into a new place, all the smells and sights are just so sexy and, and new. What are you smelling? Lavender, a little bit of pre-cum, and uh, oh my, <laughs> oh, oh, chocolate. How about you? Thank you for pre um, prepping that for me. I'm smelling some kava. Mm. Oh, very sexy. A little relaxation tea before the show. Sometimes it's nice to just. Mm. Get the muscles nice and relaxed before you get started. Yeah, so thank you everyone on the podcast listening. We did, t if, if you noticed, there was a little minor break there. But hey, you know, even even the sexiest of sexies need a little vacation every now and then. So, uh, but we're back here and, and we took our time with moving to that th to, to, to YouTube. And if you want the link too, if you if you, if you still can't find it by searching, um, definitely the link will be in our show notes. So go ahead and scroll down a bit, go to the show notes. It'll be there. Go ahead and just uh, click that link, and you can find us if you want to check us out live. We've got a oh, lot. Oh, and before I forget to mention it, we are still doing our amazing pillow talk segment. And so any of you who want to support the podcast. Or if you want to just join us in Pillow Talk, or if you want to join our private Discord community, there are a couple of tiers available right now. If you go to patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast, mm. that's patreon.com slash sexytimepodcast. Let me just double check. Yep, that's right. Uh, <laughs> and you can subscribe to us there. If you subscribe, you can come after the show. You can come after every show. Yes, come, Although, come. Please, please, please. Please wait to come until after Pillow Talk. You know, it's it's more polite that way. But come to Pillow Talk uh, and you can join us there. We have a really, really wonderful time. You could be on video, you could be in audio, or you could just hang out and listen to us. Um, we're always happy to have people there. And we have a wonderful, wonderful time with everybody every time. You know, so with, with this move, there's a lot of benefits. You yeah. know how there's friends with benefits. There's, this move comes with benefits where one, uh, I love a good friends with benefits. They can actually sign up if they like all, you know what, I, or if they're just busy or if they prefer Pillow Talk, whatever it is. We appreciate the support mm -hmm. and, and wanting to, you know, get participated, participate in this awesome community that we're building that's, you know, sex positive and, and trying to help each other with their sex and relationships. 
Uh, right, we can, have two options. We have like the non Pillow Talk subscriber, and we have the Pillow Talk subscriber now. So, and you can also just sign up on Patreon if you don't have time to see the live stream, and then actually come in and and, and talk to us on Pillow Talk. Of course, we'll be welcome. Ooh, yeah. to that, you know, if you're busy working during the time, I know some people actually are that, or they they catch the end of sexy time because they're working, and then, but you can actually do that with Patreon. It's a lot easier than having to go somewhere else also we don't have to worry about x tag anymore and if you've heard in the past we are going to just uh we could we're actually free flowing with the questions we want now and uh we'll so, still so if you are under 18 and you're mm. listening to this it might not be the best podcast for you going forward uh because this is really an 18 and older yes. podcast at this point from now on for henceforth and evermore <laughs> evermore Amen. exactly Amen. preach it sister Thank you. Much Thank love. You. Yeah, yeah. So there it is. And, and again, you, you should, on YouTube, they have a thing that says, you know, we, we are set where you, if your account says eight, younger than 18, they will not let you see it or, or listen. Uh, it won't be visible to you. And also all of our podcasts, if you looked in the past, they've always been labeled explicit. So just to let you know, um, definitely always uh, be mindful of that. And if you, it's between you and your parents, take it, talk to your parents and all that. Make sure, you know, but We'll do our best. All, all, all things are in place where it should be adults, in, uh, you know, 18 or over. But uh, we don't have to worry about the questions anymore. We can ask but whatever can fucking question we want. That's right. We can say whatever we want. Anal. <laughs> <coughs> uh, masturbation. We I mean, couldn't say that before that often. That's true. Clit. 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 Oh, that felt so good. It didn't break anything. Good job. I didn't have to do the beeping out. That's true. Clit. Clitoris. Cunning lingus. So we're not really gonna super take advantage of it yeah, in the not, future <laughs> but uh we're grateful that we can speak freely and have a really sex positive podcasting community going forward because honestly that's what we're here for we never think that it's okay to sex shame anybody we never really think that it's okay to censor somebody's sexuality and sexual desires so um, you don't have to censor yourself here. Um, please do be respectful. That is always, always, always a must. But um, please feel free to be yourselves here. We we are so grateful to have you all. And thank you for staying with us as we make these changes. Yeah, thank you again. Sorry for allowing us to do that this first show. But we promise we'll get better. It's, uh, it's like two new lovers in a bed. You know, we're just like, it's a new bed, new lovers to, to this platform. And uh, we got excited. But... I'm ready for questions. You ready, Alice? I am so I am so ready. Oh, let's go. First official question on this new format. My love language is physical touch and quality time. Oh, this is coming from a this isn't me, but I mean, I don't mind that. <laughs> good good point. F female 23 is what they're, they're it's a female and they're 23 years old. Uh, my boyfriend and I are in a long distance relationship. He's the same age as me. Okay, so he's 23 too. We are in a long distance relationship for two months now with plans to reconnect again, um, probably in about a year. We used to live together for four years before that. Wow, okay. But I'm just craving his touch. Like I really, really want to hug him and be with him and it really sucks. When I move next month to a different town, we will live closer and plan on staying on each other's, at, uh, you know, at each other's apartment a couple days of the month. Interesting, okay. But I really miss him and don't know what to do. Do you, do you have any idea on how to cope with this? Um, here's some things that we do do. We do like do voice calls and, and try to do video calls and watch 
certain things like TV series together through through like things like Discord. But what we don't do that often as as like we used to is talk as deeply about deep stuff because uh, of his living situation. That's interesting. Uh, and we don't get to be together. So I know this is probably just a, a short dark period, but I'm really ha struggling with this. I really need help coping with not being my partner physically because my love language, my main love language is physical touch. And I don't want to burden him. Do you have any advice on how I can navigate this new setup for as long as it lasts? We have their ages. 23. Um, okay. That, I'm glad to hear that. Um, you're probably wondering why I'm glad to hear that. I'm, I'm glad to hear that because um, my heart goes out to this questioner. And I just, I want to say to you, um, well, I'm, I guess what I, I should clarify first, it just says, does it say two to three times a month or two to three days, days a month? That they're gonna be spending time together. A couple days. So that's not a lot. Mm -hmm. Um and that's that's an improvement, right? So yeah. um I think I think it's important for you to have a conversation with your partner about this um if you haven't already and even if you have i think it's really important for you to take the time to be really clear a hundred percent clear about what your needs are and intentional about planning for the future and if he seems like he's willing and able to help you plan for the future, to make it so that you can see him often, then I think it's worth having that conversation and feeling really, you'll feel more relieved that in the future you'll have that time together. But if he reacts in a way that's like very stressed or very negative, or, you know, I just can't deal with this right now. Or, you know, like I, I'm trying so hard to like get closer to you so I can see you. Like, can't you just appreciate this? If you get that kind of response, I think it's important for you right now. And that's why I asked about your age. Thankfully you're young. And I'm imagining that this is one of your earlier relationships. Um, and I, I just wanna, you know, I don't want to say like, I don't know your relationship. I don't know how deeply connected the two of you are, but I think it's important to know yourself and you do, you know yourself, you know that you need that physical touch. You know that you need to see him in person. And frankly, you're not getting it and you're not going to get it very much twice, a, twice a month is not very much for somebody who needs that level of touch. Um, and so if he's not willing to discuss it with you now for the future, I think that's a big red flag that you really need to, to pay attention to. And it, it's probably a sign that you might need to end the relationship and find somebody who's able to give you what you need. Um, Cause that's a really, really big thing. And it doesn't go away. If you have a partner who, who only wants to see you a couple of times a month, trust me, I know this from uh, personal experience, 
that's not going to change. Four years later, five years later, eight years later, it's still going to be the same if it's still with that person <laughs> uh, and they're not willing to actually make any changes. So I, I just want to like give you lots of love and lots of empathy on this and say, I feel you and I feel your pain and I'm really sorry that you're going through this. But if if your relationship is monogamous and you would like to keep it that way and it's important for you to keep it that way and you can't get that touch and love from other people, I think it's important for you to either make sure that your partner's willing to give you that in the future or you find another partner who is. Yeah, no one no one likes to hear this stuff because it's uh because it's for it's it sounded like they were in a four-year relationship and it, it, it probably one of it's their first long long-term relationship not just long distance because they're 23 each she said they were for four years i think is what she said so again it's tough hearing that but i, I at the positive side no one likes hearing it again and, and i can and again it's really tough in the situation but i i see it as an opportunity to learn to learn about each other empathize with each other i mean you i love the language that you started it with with this question thank you for asking it that way because it's beautiful you are you are looking at knowing yourself knowing your love languages and if you're if your partner uh and you want to be with him longer than this doesn't want to know your love languages or doesn't care about your love languages or you don't know his either so it goes both ways if you're not looking at what his love languages are um as well um then then it's it, this is the opportunity to do that. That's what I think is the positive here. The opportunity is to learn about your love languages by by the situation and also learning about your partner's love languages, but it goes both ways. And that's why I, I agree with Alice here saying that you need to con have a conversation and plan for the future. Know what his love languages are at this moment and yours. And and they're not they're probably not gonna change. I know mine haven't really changed, but they definitely can fluctuate and improve, like, you know, and and, and go up and down. So again, it might be like, oh no, our love languages don't meet completely perfect. It's like, oh well, you can actually start adjusting a little bit, and that's part of the relationship is learning what the love languages are, working together in, in the situation, because everybody's life situation is unique. So learning with your both situations how far you want to adjust or if you can't. And if you can't, like Alice is talking about, this might not, it might be the gift of like, why would you want to be in a relationship with someone who can't adjust for your love languages, won't adjust even after they know them. And, and it, you know, if, if, if it's both ways where it's like, you don't want to adjust for him and he doesn't want to adjust for you, you might not be in a good relationship. And that's the opportunity and gift here. That's, you know, I know you don't want to hear it, especially since you've been together for four years or plus probably. Okay. And, yeah. uh, you obviously care a lot about each other and enjoy each other's company, but with this long distance happening, you'd have to weigh the, you know, just be honest with each other and work together on that. Because again, I mean, I, I was in a long distance relationship for, uh, oh man, how long was that? 2001 to 2007? Is that right? 2003, 2007? Almost four years, probably. Three, four to five years around there. And it was in Japan, in Seattle. So that was quite a long distance where we definitely couldn't see each other a couple of days in the month. <laughs> we actually saw each other, you know, every six months we'd get to see each other. And I, I feel you with those struggles. It's not easy. And uh, again, it's tough, but uh, it depends on both of you. It might be that situation where it's a lull and you'll use it as a, as a springboard to get to know each other better. Cause 
during those four or five years with now, my now my wife, um, there was a lot of rocky issues I've actually talked about on the podcast before where I woke up without pants with another girl in another hotel in Oregon. But that's, but that's a different point. You might want to check yeah. out past stories for that. But anyway, uh, past episodes for that. But it's, uh, yeah, it might be ending like that, but it might be that you aren't a good match because who knows. But again, that's why I do agree with Alice. Talk to him. If you can't talk about this stuff, with, with your partner and he can't open up and you guys can't empathize or understand each other's love languages through something as difficult as this, then it might not be a good relationship for you. But if it is, if you guys can do that and try to work it out, I give you the, you know, I wish you the best of luck. It, it can happen, but uh, it's very difficult. So that's what I think. May the dildo of power be with you. Mm-hmm. May, may the booby life be with you as well. Oh, yeah. Amen. This is the second Amen. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> it's getting weird. Okay. We're not a cult. Oh, we're not a okay, goofy. Well, no, while no, no. we're on the goofy, mm-hmm. I'm going to be goofy because we can in the new format. We don't need to push all of the racy stuff to the end. We could do it whatever the heck Fuck we want. Yeah. So. I'm touching myself. Are you? Let's go. I'm talking about Hi. the chat, not you. Go, go for it, Alice. Hi. I'm 23 years old and I'm really interested in anal. How old? How I old tried it. 23 not oh, me same one this is the questioner i'm 23 years old and i'm really interested in anal i tried it with my boyfriend but it really really hurt any suggestions to reduce the pain oh that is the question that is the question i've been holding on to for quite some time waiting <laughs> for the right opportunity and here we are new format ding 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 okay i'm not very well versed in this you have to guide me alice but that's okay you know i still have my behind and everything but that's okay i will figure this out now what i've heard and what i've again this is coming from someone who's not as experienced so i'm sure alice is gonna have some great tips there's a lot of things we're trying to say <laughs> not like you're no but you're you're definitely more you're you're, you're smarter than i am <laughs> you're smarter than i am i'm more of an experiential oh learner i do it and then i regret it later but it's okay i'm fine with it i actually don't regret it later but anyway um, uh, i haven't done it yet so uh i haven't done the experience but i've definitely listened and and, and uh and talked to people about it and, and i know that a lot of the times it is that um, and it works for me actually the same way in my reg- in, in in non-anal sex, you know, uh, where that that anticipation, that excitement, can get in the way of the pleasure, right? There's that pleasure pain thing, where like, I think part of it, this is for me, and it's not like all your fault because there's definitely physical techniques, there's other things too, but this is from my ex- this is what from I can say from my experience and and, and listening to other people talk about their their uh, forays into anal sex. It's basically a lot of the times that that difficult that some of the pain and not enjoying it is because of that anticipation excitement, right? Um, when because that has the you can tense up, right? And and that's why sometimes they might even if you, if you're tense, it can actually you know it can be like a buzzkill or ruin the orgasm, right? If you're if you're tensing during that too, it would make perfect sense where it's like if you're tensing down there, it's the pain might start clashing with the pleasure if you're really enjoying it, right? So I would say that's part of it. That's the best thing I can do right now for that because I I have a feeling that Alice, you might have some other tips too because I'm not that well versed in that. What what do you have? Well, yes, and speaking of tips, I sent you a little private message about our uh, our live stream functions, just oh. so you know that that's there. Um, so yeah, about about anal. So I don't have like a ton of experience myself, but um, I. 
I have a lot of friends uh, who've talked to me about this and I've also heard about it in other places and read about it um, because I like to read about such things, not anal in particular, but sex. Um, And so my understanding, there are two, three things that are very important, I'll say, with anal. And it, really, honestly, anytime you're trying, you know, if you're if you're new to sex and you're a woman and you're trying to do vaginal sex, this also applies. Um, this also applies if you've had some kind of trauma or some kind of injury and you're trying to get past that. All three of these things apply to all three of those situations. Um, Although, of course, if you're dealing with trauma, please, you know, make sure you're working with a professional on that as well. But back to the question, anal. So number one rule, like BK said, relaxation is key. So if you can find a way to uh, to make the ambiance nice, to let go of any expectations you might have, to let go of any anxiety you might have and you and your boyfriend say to each other or you and your partners say to each other hey i'm new at this and i want to give it a try but i might fuck some things up and so might you Mm. let's give it a try let's be playful let's see what happens and develop a safe word if you want if you're in in too much pain and you want him to slow down maybe like develop a a uh, safe word for like, hey, slow it down and develop another safe word for like, ow, 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 this is bad. Stop right now. <laughs> um, that way. And any time you're trying something new that might be painful, safe words are always a great idea. So huge, huge suggestion there. So number two, mm, mm, I, I nailed number, number one. Two. Though, I got to say, I'm you very, always nail number one. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, although we are talking about number two here. Uh, number two, um, yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing in the chat butt plugs for the win. Butt plugs are great. I'm seeing in the chat also on our live stream, which you can find if you go on YouTube and just, again, search for Sexy Time Podcast, you'll find us. It's the yellow banana with a condom. You can't miss us. Um, butt plugs, stretching, yes, yes, yes. Um, And so you can get smaller objects like butt plugs. If you are gonna play with butt plugs, please, please, please make sure. I had a partner once who was a nurse and he used to see crazy things in the ER. Please, 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 if you are inserting anything into whole orifices, make sure they don't get lost. With the butt in particular, mm. this is an easy thing that can happen. So please, if you're using a butt plug, make sure it's got a flare at the end of some kind that is large enough to keep that thing from getting lost in your behind. Because the last thing you want to do is have an embarrassing story about the time that you went to the ER and maybe even a more embarrassing hospital bill because those things are not fun. Um, so yeah, if you're going to use a butt plug or anything else that you insert into your anus, please make sure it has a flared ending so that you are not losing it and you can start small with a large flare please don't forget the flare uh start small and then you can work your way up and so if your boyfriend that you're trying anal with has a larger penis it's important that you small start smaller than his penis and get to a point where you can accommodate his penis The other thing that's gonna make all of this much, 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 much easier is lube. Mm -hmm. 
Now there are circumstances in which your butt will lubricate itself. Uh, I don't know if any of you ever felt this, but you know, sometimes you have like that weirdly perfectly situated poop and you're like, why am I so wet? Cause the butt does have natural lubrication, but it doesn't come on as naturally or as quickly or as easily as lubrication does for a woman um, in normal, uh, not normal, but you know, in vaginal intercourse, I will say. So if you're dealing with the butt, please, please, please make sure you use plenty of lube. Every time, no matter what, if you're like, I don't know, it might be fine, just use the lube. Fingers, guys, gals, this is a public service announcement. If you're gonna surprise your partner or try sticking a finger in there, or you know that they kind of like a finger in there, lube it up, please. Don't just stick your dry finger in somebody's butthole. It doesn't really feel that great. Yeah. Lube, 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 lube. So lube, relaxation, and stretching. Those are the three things mm. that will help you for anal, for new vaginal, for larger penises, and also for coming back after a trauma. Start small before you go big. That's always the way to do it. I'm here in Asia, we aim to please. Let's start, you can Don't start with me. put pineapples in your ass, BK Johnson. I see your comment there. <laughs> I was just thinking of, with the doctor, with the, with the flare. It's so cool. I love it's how it's called a flare too. It's a good flared base, but it, you know? I, Seinfeld just coming to my head with a million to one shot, doc. A million to I one. Do, you know? I do love. If you silly Jerry, Seinfeld. I was just like, yeah, yeah. like, how did they get up there? Million to one shot, million to one. I fell, <laughs> I fell on the, the pasta, but yeah. Oh, y'all um, are amazing. That was great. I mean, yeah, the relaxing, stretching and lube. Again, the, the triumvirate. Well, and that's just for the pain. Uh, don't forget to be kind to your partner. Google, mm. just do an easy Google search for cleaning out before doing anal. Um, there are lots of ways to do that. And I think it's always kind to your partner. So uh, if you're able to clean yourself out beforehand, more power to you. Yeah, and make, and, and again, as also for the, for the non-physical thing, it's like, I, I think they still are definitely, I'm glad they know themselves well enough because a lot of the times they'd be, a lot of people can get sad, mm -hmm. flustered or, sh or shattered with that. We talked about it before when, when people are trying to explore new things in sex. We, we, we talked about like role playing to try to ease in sometimes because it's not really you, but this is something that they know is them and they really want to try it. And then the first time isn't pleasing. Sometimes it can get you really scared and not have confidence in yourself. Thankfully, from this question, it sounds like that's not where they're at. But I think that's something that we also um, should definitely mention that, like, you know, always know yourself and don't worry. You know, again, we talked about it before. There's only like one two-way door or two two-way doors, like death and sexual transmission diseases are basically the two that you got to worry about the most, right? I mean, or not death, pregnancy. Sorry. <laughs> Meaning, if you don't like it, you can always make a different decision. Yeah. It's yeah. true. So, But I like how she was like, it was painful, but I'm still really interested in doing this. I, I think that's pretty great. If you're not trying to get pregnant, don't get pregnant. Those type of things. Those are going to be the tough ones. But other than that, like, don't be so judgmental on yourself. Is what I always worry when they talk about something that new that they were excited about. And then they're like, oh, it hurts. I'm worried. So it's like, you know. As long as you stay true to yourself and know that that's something that you can deal with that, it's the repercussions aren't that big unless you actually get a disease or you get pregnant or something. So let it go, let it go. Yeah.
Sound of- that, that's that's really the the <laughs> advice. Let it go. All that tension, just let it go. But and- the questioner, it sounded great. She sounded like she was still going to go for yeah. it. She just was looking for yeah. help with uh, with trying to figure out how to keep going. So that's great. And I'm glad that's she knows the best herself. way to do it. You mm-hmm. know, like if you end up in your life in general, if you hit a roadblock and you don't know what to do, ask for help. That's so why we always, always, always love getting your questions here. Don't forget. Okay, I got a new question. You ready? Sexy time at D love. Oh, sorry. Sexy time. Oh, wait, sexy time D love at gmail.com. There it is. Sexy time D love at gmail.com. I want to hear somebody's voice. You can go to Discord too. Yes, voice. please leave us a voice message with a question for the show. It'd be so fantastic. We'd, I think we'd be able, to, definitely for the first one, probably like, let us know if you do that. Let us know if you want if you want us to put that voice on or not, because you know we always want to make sure. Well, yeah, don't attach a voice memo if you don't want us to use your voice. Exactly. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. All right, I have a question. You ready? Bring it. I'm willing to pleasure my husband. Oh but yeah. Have, but have no energy for his top three sexual interests. Is there any advice for this? Oh. Oh. My husband. He's saying okay, so I'm okay. The the. The question, or, or the person who's asking is 40-year-old female, and her husband okay. is 38. That's what it says there. Uh, we've been in, a, in this conundrum about our sex lives for quite some time. Oh, okay. Due to an illness, I actually often suffer from fatigue and respiratory problems, like a nose problems or throats, but I also have a very super low libido. Oh. Five to six times a year would be fine by me. Oh. Switching the meds that might be causing this low libido is not possible. Too much risk of my health issues. Um, but obviously my husband's libido has not changed. And we've had several open and difficult conversations on how to try to make this work for both of us. I'm willing to pleasure him on a fairly regular basis. Uh, two to three times a week is, is definitely fine. If there's no pressure for me to take pleasure as well for myself, and I and I even don't mind him masturbating all that, he and he's actually okay with that as long as uh, you know one of these two or three times we do each week is very exciting, interesting the way she said that. Uh, <laughs> but but that's where we're stuck because the things he finds very exciting are actually very taxing on me. For example, blowjobs that are slightly rough, or him using or me using a butt plug on him. These things do absolutely nothing for me, and each Wait, come with. Read phys- that list off one more time for me. Which one? The two things. Mm-hmm. What were the for three example, things? For example, a blowjob really... that can some uh, blowjobs and blowjobs that can get really rough, and me using a blood plug on him are the things she said. These things do absolutely nothing for me, and each come with physical or mental hurdles to overcome each time, uh, for me to able for me to even be able to do them. Is there any tips that you have that we can try to connect, keep connecting as a couple with this going on? Hmm. I'm so curious what the problem is with butt plugs. Is maybe that's a mental hurdle? Well, I thought I did think it was interesting where because it says like I. That's not tiring to put a plug in someone's butt. I'm just saying. It's she. She did say like she mentioned things like. As long as I don't have to take pleasure as well, I don't mind all this stuff. But obviously it sounds, I guess the butt plug is, is not like it's negative. It's not, it's, it's not like, it's not like uh, what neutral. It's basically like, I, I actually don't enjoy it. It's different than trying to have pleasure, but oh wait, she's putting it in him, right? Yeah. 
Okay, wait. Yeah, I, I don't quite understand. So I, it sounds like the question is almost coming from, like, I, I don't want to have to worry about being pleasured, but she kind of is, right? Like, she wants to take some pleasure in it. I'm I'm hearing from her that she's maybe, I'm guessing here, having a mental block on the butt plug because she does say physical or mental. Um, and that's the only thing I can possibly think of um, because butt plugs aren't an exhausting thing to put that in someone else. Unless, of course, you know, it's jerking him off while he's got the butt plug in. Maybe jerking him off is tiring for her and she's just not saying that. I, I don't know. Um, you know, sex is a physical activity. This is this is a, a, a tricky question. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to explore for many reasons um, because some of our users, you know, some of our users, some of our listeners, some of our uh, live stream viewers, they're going to be, you know, some people are, are older. Some people are sick. Uh, some people are injured. We all go through phases, right? Although this doesn't sound like a phase for you, um, listener, it sounds like it's a permanent situation. And so I just want to start out by saying I'm I'm really sorry that you're going through this. I'm really sorry that you've had a, a lot of health hurdles and um, just sending you a lot of light and love for that right now. And, and um, I think it's great. Your partner is very lucky that you are thinking of ways, trying to think of ways to please him um and to really like meet him where he's at with his pleasure it says that you've had some difficult and open conversations and that makes me wonder if you've had conversations about opening your relationship which you know if you're open to that might be another option for him to be able to receive that pleasure elsewhere might take some of the pressure off of you and off of him. Now, I understand that not everybody else can, um, not everybody wants that situation. And so if, if you both really want a monogamous situation, then we're back to square one here mm -hmm. where you're asking, how can I do these things that I'm really not enjoying, but they're actually the only things he really wants. Mm -hmm. um, I'm curious if you guys have tried a sleeve um sleeves are interesting no sleeves you know lesbians. like um there are sex toys for men that stim that that approximate oh. a vagina they look like large oh. sort of cans in a way um some of them look different than others but uh and they actually have sex toys that pair as well for people in long distance relationship where the woman can get a dildo and the man can get a sleeve um and they interact with each other so sleeves are very interesting and it requires less work from you uh because the sleeve is doing the work but what you could do is get him a sleeve you'll have to make sure it's lubed because those sleeves can be pretty dry and from what i understand rubbing on the skin but if you lube it up well so here are the here is the labor you can do for him you can hold the sleeve for him or you can let him use the the sleeve you can find one of those sleeves that are controlled by an app um lovence has a really good one I'm sure that there are others and you get one that can be controlled by the app and you control the app. 
So that way you're still controlling his pleasure, but you're doing it with just the the flick of your finger. Mm, interesting. Uh, so that that makes it easier for you. Maybe you're not doing that three days a week, right? Maybe that's a thing that you, if he enjoys it, you could do it three days a week. But if he enjoys it less, maybe you do it one or two times a week and it takes that energy off of your back a little bit. Um, and the other, the other labor of love I would do if you're getting him a sleeve is to clean it out for him. Um, allow him to just have that purely sexual experience where he is not associating it with him having to do the work. Um, porn. Uh, if you're okay with porn, if you wouldn't mind watching porn with him while he gets himself off, maybe you can allow him to caress your breast or something that doesn't make you feel too turned on because you're saying you don't really want to be pleasured, but allow him to feel close to you while he's taking care of himself. Sometimes that also can be very, very helpful. Um, and as far as blowjobs are concerned, um, you know, if you can start a blowjob, uh, not an aggressive one, and get it to a point where you're not, com you're like, you're, that's it, I'm done, I can't do anymore, mm -hmm. and then switch to a sleeve or switch to mm -hmm. lube and a hand job mm -hmm. or switch to letting him take care of himself while maybe he looks at you naked or whatever, or you, maybe you could kiss his neck and uh, you know, fondle some part of him that's not exhausting to you. Something that, that really turns him on. Maybe he's one of those guys that likes sweet nothings in his ear, or he really likes it when you kiss the back of his neck or the back of his lower back, or if he's got a spot, play with that spot while he takes care of himself. Just do things that allow you to feel that connection with him while he's taking care of himself. I think that'll help bring you guys a little bit closer um, while he's increasing his sexual activity. Yeah. And also if there's a way for you to talk to your doctor about this, honestly, maybe talk to your gynecologist about this, or if you feel comfortable, talk to your primary care doctor about this and see if there's any kind of exercise regimen that you can get in in general. I don't know if you've done this already to just help yourself get more energy um, because it sounds like you're lacking in energy in general. And if there's any way for you to improve that, it might help improve not a libido, but your love life as well. So just, you know, those are my two cents and I'm wishing you a lot of luck. I love that with the connection. That's what I was always hitting Sorry, BK, when I was yeah. thinking about it. No, 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 no. You did great. Like those are all amazing things to, to definitely like ease that and the tools you gave so many tools and different things to try to try to help get that better even with the exercise uh, or like physically get yourself physically all right but I did I did want to the main thing that I was getting from when I was reading the question and and listening to you as well when I was looking at that question again it sounds like I mean again I'm so sorry that you have to that this is going on because it does sound like you're kind of giving up on any pleasure for yourself and trying to ignoring that ignore almost that elephant in the room where it's like you're focusing so much on pleasuring him and even you, you throw in things like I don't mind doing it two three times a week as as long as he doesn't try to make me have fun with it or something like that where as long as I don't get any pleasure out of it it's like oh wait a second like yeah <laughs> you know what I mean that's kind of a uh, an odd statement where it's like I don't mind doing it as long as I as long as no one tries to make me like doing what I do. You know, and it's kind of like if you if you switch it out of the sexual bedroom and all this stuff, we don't like hearing that. E I mean, like 
not not like we don't like hearing it, but we feel bad and sorry that you have to deal with that saying, you know, I hate my job, but I'm going to do it anyway, right? <laughs> it's like that, where it's like a work, where it's like, I, I don't, as long as I don't have to take pleasure in it, I, as long as I get to keep the relationship, or whatever. So that's what I'm like, all, I think well, the connection is what you focus because on. Because she's it. consenting to, she's consenting to maintenance yes, sex exactly. for him, but she's not consenting to sex for herself. Exactly. Um, and that's, and that's what I mean, an where important line I think the me. key comes from actually getting some pleasure for yourself not focusing getting out of the mindset of it doesn't I need to have to be sexual pleasure exactly that's what i mean is what you're that's trying what I, to say exactly yeah. the connection is where you can do it that's what i'm saying connection is yeah. like connect with his pleasure you're connecting with like details of how to pleasure him instead of actually connecting with his pleasure right it's mm -hmm. like it's like a never-ending wave of i gotta keep pleasuring pleasuring it's like all well connect that you're an amazing person for doing that by the way like by the way do look at yourself too and say hey I love yourself for these things that you're trying to do because obviously you care enough about him that despite all the things you're dealing with and even meds causing that problem, you know, it sounds like you're giving up on the pleasure for yourself and you're just trying to stop that wave of sadness from from overcoming you and you're still trying to do it by pleasing him instead of saying, wait, you should still get some pleasure from pleasing him, not like you're going to get sexual pleasure, right? Like, so always remember that and actually try to figure out about that C connecting with him and his pleasure through that is the best way to hopefully do that and but but to do that you also have to connect with yourself um and know what is that is that even possible because i'm not i might be asking something that's not possible for you i don't know but it, i would say that's an important question to ask and say is pleasuring him going to pleasure me not sexually like, you know what I mean? Like, is this yeah. connection doing that? And that's what I'd say. Try to try to be really honest with that. Because in the question, I did get vibes of that. I really love him. We love each other. And I want to stay in this relationship. And you're focusing on how to, like, pleasuring him will get him in a relationship. But, I mean, I'm guessing that you guys are staying together for a reason. So, reverse roles. Would you be happy if, you're, if your sexual desires is making your partner kind of miserable? I know that wouldn't I don't think that would make him that happy. So again, connect on those things too. So and and there might be different ways to do that. Again, it might be open relationship. It might be certain things. I don't know what that would be for your unique individual what's going on between you and a relationship, but that's what I was getting and that's what I would say is never forget yourself because if you erase yourself and your own pleasures from it, not sexually, your own pleasures of being an awesome person trying to deal with, with, with the struggles you have in life like the meds and all your health issues that you're dealing with and trying to stay in a good healthy relationship for you is what you're saying too. And so remember that is what I would say because uh, I think Alice covered a lot of different things you can try to fix, uh, to not fix, but try to make it easier on those situations. But I would say always remember yourself and, and uh, take pleasure in what you can. That's beautiful, BK. And you know, it's a good reminder for all of us. Um, sometimes we get questions where people are in newer relationships that they're trying to make work, but they're just not sexually compatible. And it's just a good mm. reminder that shit's important. Don't let yourself get decades into a relationship before you prioritize your sexual needs. Um, prioritize them at the beginning. And you'll find the match that works best for you. Mm. And I do think that's that's one of the most beautiful things about sex is that it is that opportunity to learn because we're not like it's like, you know, it's never going to be that. Oh, love it. You know, perfect match at first sight. And then the sex never, never gets worse or better <laughs> or like it's just going to be perfect all the time. It's like, no, it, it works both ways with that with sex where it's like the sex is the great opportunity to say, oh, 
can we do we do we want to get together because again sex is very important but it's not everything but it's a huge part of the equation but it, that's the beautiful thing about it it's a very important thing and I think we, 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 we get end up being scared of the sex and then it ruins the relationship but it's like don't be scared it's a great thing to try to figure out how compatible we are <laughs> and, and and maybe learn and explore together so that's it's awesome very important don't take it for granted that's why we do sexy time um, I think we yes. have one more time oh wait okay we're, we've gone for about 40 minutes we do have do, uh, do, you, do you want one more question or we just go straight to finishing we up with the Mythbusters we do one more question okay. like, oh Mythbusters I forgot about Mythbusters we should switch over to Mythbusters okay although is the question really well good? yeah no 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 I no I don't have a question that's related to our Mythbusters so we were we had a request for a Mythbuster correct oh oh is it I think so. Is I think it opposites so. attract, right? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. Opposites attract. Let's bust Amazing. this myth or, or at least talk about it. You know, we'll see. We'll see what we think. I'm, I'm curious. Do you want me to start or who's, who's going to go first? Are we going to Rochambeau for it or what are we going to do? <laughs> Is that rock, paper, scissors? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, Speaking of Seinfeld, I saw a ridiculous Seinfeld episode where somebody, I think it's Kramer, was like, no, rock, like rock breaks rock everything. everything. <laughs> and so every time they, like after they, he said that, every time they tried again, they both said rock. Rock, rock. And rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> rock, rock. rock. Rock, paper, scissors, rock. All right. So speaking of rocking, uh, you know, sometimes it does seem like opposites attract uh, in the sense that you're like, who is that? Who is that person that's gonna rock my world? Oh, you know, you hear like, people are like, oh, I bet she's crazy in bed. You know, people are, are really turned on sometimes by that thing they haven't tried. That person who is not anything like them. Mm. And sometimes that works out. And sometimes it doesn't. Um, you know, this is this is kind of going to be a short myth for me. I'm not, not going <laughs> to lie, um, because I think I think depending on the person, everything attracts. Mm. Um, you know, I was having this wonderful conversation uh, with my mother, actually. And she was talking about, um, you know, she was talking about like how frustrated she is with some of the laws that are being passed against trans people and against gay people here in the United States in various states. And she was like, but, you know, being gay, you know, it's, it's hormonal, right? Like you don't become gay, like you just are like, and she's right. A lot of us are hard. Most of us are hardwired for some part of the spectrum. But the interesting thing is, as life goes on, as you get to know yourself better, as you meet more people, as you open your mind to different experiences, sometimes something sneaks in that surprises you. You know, you hear about the girls in college that play around with each other, but then get married to a man. You hear about like these people who go to festivals and suddenly they're having three ways or they're bi or whatever. Like 
I think that the longer you live, the more you open yourself up to new experiences, the more likely you're actually going to try something you didn't expect. And I'm not just talking about sexual preference or finding out that actually maybe you're only 96% straight or, you know, maybe actually you're only 98% gay. Like who knows, right? Um, But I'm also talking about everything, like physical Mm -hmm. appearance, sometimes, the way people look attracts you differently. The way people act attracts you differently. And that can change you know, over time. And that can change over time. So I don't know what what attra- when when we say like opposites mm. attract. Sometimes exactly. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> eat. I think we all are looking for answers, attract. right? That's what it's trying to be. Is like we not we want to make it easy, and that's the answer. But it goes both ways, right? Like. Well, my early crushes were all on boys that looked sort of like me. You know, I don't, I think when we start out in life, we only know our own world. Oh, that's interesting. And the more you get to know the you world know, around you, the more you can open yourself up to opposites and be okay with it. And I'm the opposite. Well, actually, I'm the same. I, I was only attracted to girls like you, too. <laughs> I'm serious. I actually but I'm didn't. I'm not like I didn't, you. I didn't. I, I mean, I'm a, I look Asian and everyone I, I knew an Asian. So I actually was not attracted to Asians growing up. So oh, that, that's kind of interesting where it's like the opposite. You had the opposite experience. Exactly. Hmm. So uh, it's int- that's why I'm like, okay. Well, so yeah, I love what you're saying there because it's like, no, it's sometimes. Yeah. I, I mean, there's the counter, like, you know, birds of a feather flock together and stuff like that. And there's going to be things. So I'll, I'll, and the thing is, I think what it's coming from is that we all love like growing. And I think the good thing the good you know either spiritually or whatever improving you can say improving it doesn't have to be growing but same you know what i'm getting at evolving (laughs) evolving yeah progressing progressing or you know all that good stuff um we all love that and most of us actually also love exploring you know not not everybody but you know uh it's always nice to explore sometimes and i think that's where opposites attract come from where it's like if you i mean another seinfeld reference what was coming to my mind when you were talking about it was like that one episode where it's my one of my favorite lines is i can't be i found out the problem was i can't be with someone like me i hate myself (laughs) and it's a problem it's the joke is you shouldn't hate yourself but like that's kind of he's kind of railing against like oh wait i'm not gonna grow right like that's part of it too where it's like if i'm just like me i know all the you know yourself better than anybody else so if you get with someone exactly like yourself everything matches perfectly there's no place to go after that right you're done it's harder to grow (laughs) you're done you know exactly everything you 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 know so so i can understand why opposites will attract in that aspect and actually my my i've been in a marriage for you know what is it 2022 counting and counting 14 years and counting and uh and when i and we were you know dating and engaged for at least well we were dating for a couple years and then engaged for a couple years so i think it was like four or five years before i got married before that but when i when we were first getting together everything was opposite um for our hobbies and stuff but everything else clicked so if i want to look at only opposites you could say oh opposites attract definitely you know you don't like the same music you don't like the same movies you don't like the same stuff you know she does that you like this sport she likes those sports more it's all everything was like opposite uh, but everything else was uh, like we connected in everything else. So uh, like it was it's hard to say it's hard to actually pinpoint what those things were. But obviously it was correct because we've been together for so long and we can t- and, and we take those as growing opportunities where it's like, yeah, I don't make fun of Ni- Beverly Hills 90210 as much as I used to because she loves that. 
and uh, and did when she was then. I'm not sure how much she is now, but that was you know 20 years ago. But anyway, stuff like that where I'm oh, like, oh, I love that example though because you know what doesn't work? What? There's only one place where opposites does not work ever. Hmm. When one person supports the other and the other person doesn't. There it is. I think you found it. It's the only place where opposites don't attract ever. You found it. Because I'm like, oh, no, we, we, we definitely mesh on everything else. And we mesh on that. We support, support each other. Because support each other. And we want to know, we want to know about each other and say this, oh, like, and we ask the question why. We don't just say, oh, I'm not going to be like, oh, you like 90210? You must be this stupid. I'll be like, oh, why do you like it? And what's going on there, you know? Instead of just like going straight to the no it sucks you know like everything you everything you enjoy sucks <laughs> it's like, instead of that it's like oh i love this girl and she's really cool we can talk about a lot of things but when we end up talking about like movies and music we're, we tend to be the opposite so what's going on with there and then i play games she doesn't play video games at all and then she didn't play poker i taught her poker we played we play video games together and she's like okay these are the games i don't like these are the games that i can tolerate but it's not like i really enjoy poker it poker jokes I taught her how to play poker in the front and play liquor in the rear. Anyway, sorry. Nice. I mean, that's, that's not, that's not, I, I tried to use that joke somehow. It didn't work out. But anyway. Um, but yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So that's my Big thoughts on it. Kinky Johnson. That's my thoughts on it. I, I, I love how you, you're right. Like, it's a, it's a supporting or like connection. And we both love like how we can help each other grow through that too. Definitely. I think it's important to have things you can talk about. And, you know, if you can talk about things when you disagree with them and you can still have like good, meaningful conversations where you support each other, then opposites attract will work for you. Yeah. If, however, you know, your egos are too big and honestly, you just can't have conversations when people disagree, then maybe you want to find somebody who's not so opposite you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like, I, I'm seeing in our chat, someone says, uh, with opposites, where you're strong, you can support your partner where they're weak and vice versa. And I think that's really cool mm. too. Um, you know, it it's so good to just be able to appreciate and love your partner, no matter who they are. So if you love their qualities, then enjoy them, whether they're the same or different from yours. And that goes for political viewpoints as well as anything else. If you can support each other yeah. through rain and hail and wind and fire, that is the person for you. Yeah, I mean, you love those other qualities about them. The things that they're talking about that might be bugging you is part of what got them to those qualities, you know? We're all, we all have those unique things that build us up from since we were little babies and uh yeah i mean i talk about all the time i had my heart really broken but i would i know i would not be in the marriage i am now that i've been in and happily married and have found that girl and stayed with her uh if i hadn't had that happen so those things you know i can think about it negatively and say well i almost i felt like i was dying spiritually there and it was one of the worst things happened to me in my life and all that stuff or i can say yeah i'm past that now and and uh that's part of what made me what i am today even even the negative parts too that happened to me it just depends on that and it, and it goes for your partner too they have those good qualities i would bet whatever that thing that you're really annoyed with that that, that the opposite is like that's part of what made part of the cool parts of them now Ooh, you're um, reminding me of a jungian uh theory which is that we look for partners who have developed something inside of themselves that we have underdeveloped in us. Mm. So for example, I really wanna be a writer. I'm actually a great writer, I just am not doing it, right, right now. 
and one of my dear partners for many years now is a writer and I respect him dearly. Um, so I love him dearly as well. Uh, so, you know, I, I think it's just one of those this things. This was a private where... relationship, Alice. We're not supposed to talk. No, I, sorry. I'm a writer too. So anyway, go keep going. <laughs> I wasn't talking about you, okay, BK. Good. Okay, go. Big Kinky Johnson. Okay, go. What were you saying? Go ahead with the writing. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, I, I think that that's a Jungian theory that holds true in many cases that we tend to fall for people who have developed in themselves something that we want for ourselves, but we haven't developed ourselves. Mm. So like, say you're really an adventurer at heart yeah. and you fall for a mountain climber, right? You mm. know, stuff like that. You, you value something in them that you wish you yourself had actually developed more. Awesome. Oh, so support each other, guys. That's the, that's the real thing. Yeah. Just support that person regardless of whatever. Yeah, just support them. Thank you all so very fucking much for supporting us mm. too here on Sexy Time. We're so grateful for you all. Um, those of you who joined us in our first YouTube live stream tonight, thank you so much for joining us on that live stream. If you are listening and you want to be part of that fun, you can always join us just by searching on YouTube for Sexy Time Podcast. You will find us if you see the mint background with the banana in the front that has a condom on it. You really can't miss us. Um, yeah. It's 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 quite a cute logo. And we're about to go and do a pillow talk in just a few minutes. And that pillow talk, again, is just such a wonderful way that we get to connect directly with our subscribers. And we're so grateful for all of you who've already subscribed. If you are listening to this or watching the live stream and you want to subscribe again, you can do so at patreon.com slash sexy time podcast. We're going to continue to create podcasts every Tuesday at 7 p.m. EDT. We're in daylight savings time now in the United States. So if you are elsewhere in the world, please keep an eye on that time change. Uh, sorry if it's a little early for people like BK. And we're so grateful <laughs> for you being here. Um, but again, if you subscribe, you can be part of our private Discord community and you can chat with us or you can just support the podcast or you can join our pillow talk and get to hang out with us after every show. Um, we've really... I, I, I'm not going to speak for BK, but I know it's true for him too. Like I'm, I'm just so grateful for all of you, um, for being so supportive of us and, uh, for continuing to keep those questions coming. We really like my heart is so full, um, wanting to be a, a really wonderful sex positive place for anyone to ask anything they want. And we're glad to be able to expand um, so that we don't have to worry about so many guidelines and rules. And we're just happy to have you all here. So thank you again. You make me cry. You guys can see that live in Pillow Talk right after this. If you new tears, new Thank tears of, of Patreon. All your yeah, all <laughs> your subs. You're still lovers. You're still lovers. We're gonna use that forever. You're our You're lovers. Always lovers and lurkers as well, or or just people who can't sub but are here supporters. Thank you, all the doms, all the subs. Thank you so much for being here and continuing to support me and Alice in our in our journey and, and our adventures in together. All yes. the vanillas are welcome as well. Exactly. So thank you so much. Um, I love you, Alice. Thank you for doing this. I love you too, BK. Thank you everyone for listening. Mahokita, Mabuhai. We still, we still, I still see you Filipinos. I'm part Filipino, so I can say this. Anyway.
But thank you again, everyone listening to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Again, stay here for the live stream. We're going we're gonna to have a couple minutes of just saying thank you again, and then we'll head on over to Pillow Talk. So if you want that, come on over to our Patreon. The link will be in the show notes as well. Our YouTube channel will be in the show notes as well. And any other links. We can't wait to meet you, out. and we can't wait to see you there. Thank you again. Until next time, everybody, stay sexy. Stay safe. And don't get caught in public.